The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't vote. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, I am a vote. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. In the For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his I hate the work of those who fall. Now I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your words. I will you, triumph in the words. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. There's two videos at the top of the page there. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday afternoon, so if you missed that and you want to catch that, uh, you could do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, which I'm guessing he's going to be here for two hours. <laughs> he's like out of town, uh, but I'm guessing he's going to be here. If he's not, then there's going to be an education video in that section. So either way, you get some of Bradley Dean there at three o'clock today. Uh, you guys are having audio problems. I don't know why. Try a refresh. I don't know. Um, everything seems to be going through OK here. So uh I mean, I can't speak any further than that. So give that a shot. See if that works. I, I don't I don't know. I really don't. 
Um, on the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up whatever device you've got, and then there's a Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. That's the channel, and uh, you should be able to see the live video feed there that you can click on. Also, before it's news.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, a number of Facebook pages that bear my name, um, Twitch for what that's worth, Real Tim Brown over there, as well as Twitter, if you're on Twitter, the Real Tim Brow 2, drop the N and add a 2 there and you're good to go. The Real Tim Brow 2 on Twitter. And all of those are where you can see our feeds, but uh, you can always see them at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Okay? Right up under that is where you can sign up for a newsletter. Do that. You get that between 7 and 8 Eastern time. Uh, those go out. And then um, if you want our ministry email and what's going on in the Sons of Liberty ministry, uh, all you have to do is go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. And right there on the front page, you can sign up for that. That goes out once a week. Today is the day for that, Saturday. So if you sign up for that, I don't know, before 1 o'clock or something like that, you should you should get it okay. Also, if you would, if you agree with our message and the things that we put out, there's a donate button. If you want to support us, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And we do appreciate all of your support. We really do. Now I've got <clears throat> two or three quick little things I'm going to get here. And then we're going to get to our guest this morning. By the way, we have confirmed Gra uh, Gabby Franco is going to join us on Tuesday. A uh, woman who came from Venezuela to uh, the States. She's a Olympian. She's a uh, gun trainer. She's a mom. She's a wife. You're going to like her. You really are. Uh, so Lord, we're going to have her on on Tuesday morning, just letting you guys know. And then, of course, next Thursday, we're going to have Ann Elliott back on. You guys really appreciate the information she gave from the inside of CPS in New York. She's going to be back on <clears throat> because our contributor, Suzanne Hamner, gave quite a bit of questions that covered several areas. So we're going to bring her back on for part two. So Lord willing, we're going to have her back on next Thursday, just letting you guys know. Here's some here's some news today. And and I, I've told you, I see this like every day, like two or three people that are that are in the news. I don't know if you'd call this per I guess you'd call them a celebrity that, you know, people on TikTok, they, they do well and they get millions of followers and stuff like this. So I'm going to say celebrity. I don't know who it is, but the lady's name is Mega Thaker, T-H-A-K-U-R-K-U-R. She's 21 years old, suddenly dead. Hmm, I wonder what happened there. I mean, does your mind not go immediately to, did she have a shot? I'm not saying she did. I'm just saying, does is that not where your mind goes? We had the, um, and, and she's a Canadian TikTok star. We had these stories out yesterday. <clears throat> Orange is the new black actor Brad William Hank Hink or Hinky. I, I don't know how you pronounce his name. He's 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 died suddenly. He was like fifty or so. Um, and I thought we had another one in here. I thought I had another one, but maybe I didn't. Uh, but this is happening daily. I mean, you're you're seeing this stuff daily again. When I open up my news feed, it used to be you'd see it a couple of times a week. Now it's every day. There's somebody that's going there, and my mind just goes to the shots. And yet, the Mockingbird Media, the pimps for Big Pharma in D.C. and every, everywhere else aren't telling you any of this. Or if they tell you, they say, well, we don't know what's going on. They can't even connect the dots and even ask the question, much less state something. Tying in with what we had Ann on <clears throat> the other day, this came out. Oh, I just hit the wrong thing. This came out, and um, 
This is a member of the Gucci family. Now, I, it makes me kind of wonder some stuff about there was a film that came out, I don't know, sometime back and had the guy from the Star Wars stuff. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I, I can't even keep up with the stuff anymore. I don't even know his name or anything. Anyway, and the, the Lady Gaga in it. It was about the Gucci family stuff. It kind of makes me wonder if somebody didn't see something coming. This young lady, listen to what she has to say, because now she's bringing a lawsuit against the Gucci family for sexual abuse. And, abuse. and this ties in right with what we were talking about with Ann Elliott. Listen. Grandmother and others because I was sexually abused by my stepfather, Joseph Ruffalo, from the age of six years old. My mother, Patricia Gucci, and grandmother, Bruna Palombo, did not protect me. They did not shield me. They allowed it to happen. But I'm coming forward publicly today because as hard as this is for me, I feel it is my duty to expose the misconceptions about child sexual abuse and to raise awareness that every single day, we as a society are failing to protect the most vulnerable and innocent among us. Our children. Yep, that's exactly right. And that is going on. And that's what Anne was blowing the whistle on about uh, CPS in New York. And then I got one final one that I want to uh, play for you here. This one, I, I tell you, this will get you going. I, I don't know exactly where this is, so you guys can tell me if you know in the chat. But apparently this was a bridge where some of these climate change, change cultists are out. And um, they're, they're sitting in the street. Now, they have the right to protest, but they don't have the right to infringe on the rights of people to travel. They don't have that right. And that's what they're doing. And they're sitting in the street and there's some guys, there's a, it's a different language. Okay. There's some guys who've had it and they just start grabbing these guys by the scruff of the neck, the back of the shirt, whatever, and dragging them off the street. And I'm like, yep, go get them boys. This is, this is really good. And for those of you on the radio who can't see this, this big old guy has already grabbed two guys. He's drug them across the wet pavement. And left them on the um, left them on the curb, and he encourages others. Others get out. Other men, not women, men are getting out, doing what they should be doing, and removing these guys out of the way. And notice these guys, the protesters aren't giving them anything back because they're liable to get a beat down from it. Good for these guys. And they've got a over, and all the pr protesters are just, but they're just dragging. Look at this guy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, more power to the guys who will stand up against the lawless little commies who are doing this kind of stuff. Because they are. That's what they are. They've been indoctrinated. You know, I feel sorry for them that they've been indoctrinated like that. I really do. They need the truth. That's what they need. But while they're being doing stupid things, guess what? When you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. That's 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 how it goes. Anyway, this is our health and wellness show. <laughs> and as always, we have with us our nurse and nutritious uh, nurse and nutritionist. I want to make sure I get that because so many so many people have attacked Kate over that. Our nurse and nutritionist Kate Shimarani, and we have back with us D Manny Mitchell from My Way CBD. And uh, it's great to see you both this morning. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I'm just logging on with my uh, <laughs> with my laptop as well. Just just to let you know, I'm going to go in and out. I've actually got a heating engineer here at the moment. Okay, all right. But you know, this is live radio. This is cool. 
Yeah. And, Dee. Uh, and I brought my good friend with me, Dee yes. Manny Mitchell. Yeah. Good to see you again, Dee. Thank you, Tim. I love coming here. You two are my favorite media people. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we love having you on. And I got to tell you, I've, I've got a question that I'm going to ask as we get into the show that I've been dying to ask for a while, not just about CBD um, oils, but but other kinds of uh, treatments that people take. And so I'm going to I'm going to toss it out to you ladies this morning. But D, every time you're on, you're like Kate, you're like this fire hose worth of information. But you're very targeted in the cannabis plant specifically because you use that as part of uh, healing yourself from cancer years ago. And I don't know for people who who maybe this is the first time they're hearing D Manny Mitchell. Can you take about uh, two or three minutes and kind of give us a big picture of who you are and what you went through and why you do what you do? Yeah, of course. So, again, thank you for having me, Tim. So back in 2017, I developed the most aggressive type of breast cancer, triple negative that you can have. Um, I refused chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and I decided to heal myself completely naturally. And I healed within five months. Uh, my protocol was diet, supplementation, and of course, cannabis oil. It was the cannabis oil that actually saved me. Um, and from then, which is now five years, I've been five years clear. I've then gone on to help other cancer patients heal with their cancer. So I don't know how many people I've healed over the years, but um, it's been a lot because people are now waking up to plant medicine and they're waking up to um, the toxicity of chemotherapy and radiotherapy because they don't actually heal you guys. All they do is encourage further cancer growth. So pretty much that's my story. Um, after I healed, I then went on to write a book, which became an Amazon bestseller. And then I also developed a, a range of CBD oils called My Way CBD. And I also have a university as well now, which is basically teaching people how to heal themselves. Okay. The now, now I, I know some people probably have a question. They say, and, and we'll have uh, the first interview we did with Dee where she goes into great detail about that. But but Dean, one of the things you said there, you said, I believe the cannabis was what I changed my diet. Now, Kate's big on diet. That's what she really sticks to and, and everything. So you changed the diet. You did supplementation, which Kate also recommended with good eating habits, good diet. Uh, but, you say, but you say in the end, it was the cannabis that saved your life. How do you distinguish that from what you're eating? And how do you, how do you make that kind of claim? Well, I'm not, I'm not disputing the fact that diet and supplementation alone will heal cancer, but the fact that I had a very aggressive type of cancer. My oncologist told me that within a year I'd be dead because I refused okay. chemotherapy. So I couldn't rely on diet alone. I couldn't rely on supplementation alone. And then through my uh, research, first of all, I researched cancer, what, why we get cancer, the causes. And then I researched how we can eliminate cancer. And then that brought me on to the plant, which is obviously the, the cannabis plant. And then I realized that, you see, the cannabis, well, not so much the cannabis plants, but also our human body. We all have a thing called the endocannabinoid system. Now, this will not be in any biology, biology or scientific books because they don't want you to know about it. But the endocannabinoid system fuels every single system in your body. So if this system is low, then your immune system is going to be low. If your immune system is going to be low, then, of course, you're going to get cancer. So it's kind of like I don't mask issues. What I want to do is get to the root cause of, of why people have cancer in the first place. I got cancer because my immune system was low. Why was my immune system low? Because my endocannabinoid was deficient. 
So I didn't have enough cannabinoids in my body. We make up our own cannabinoids. Our body can do that naturally. But because of toxicity from environment and food and what have you, it depletes our internal systems. So this is why I knew that if I boosted my endocannabinoid system, then my immune system would be boosted too, and then cancer would just naturally die. And that's what cannabis does. It encourages apoptosis, which is cancer cell death. And that's why we need to do it quicker. So yes, you can heal cancer by diets and supplements alone, but if you want to do it quicker, then you need to boost your, uh, your endocannabinoid system. Okay. All right. Now, Kate, you, you're now, you're working, you and Dee have been working together for some time. And I know you do a lot of nutrition stuff and, and, and things of that nature. And then when it comes to the issue of cannabis, you turn that over to Dee. So you guys are like partners in crime, or I should say partners in good health. We should say it that way. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you guys got together and what your thoughts on, uh, were you already on the track of THC and, and cannabinoid, uh, cannabis and CBD oil and stuff like that? Or did you really learn a lot from D in that process? I didn't know anything about it um, because I'd gone down the track of cancer is toxicity of your liver, which is your site foreman. As you can see, incidentally, Dave has indeed joined us as per usual. <laughs> he's now he's, he's the show mascot, Fat Dave. Um, so um, he joins us every show. Look, he's such an attention whore. Um, so for me, I knew, and my ex-husband was a scientist, that your, your liver's your site form and all your blood goes through your liver every three minutes. So your liver's now tox you're toxic, completely toxic. It can no longer process those toxins. Then you're deficient, as Dee quite rightly says, in vitamins, minerals, and enzymes. So you cannot rally an immune response. So one of the things that happens with cancer is that cell is not relying on oxygen. It's now fermenting and the DNA is damaged. Now your immune system would normally either repair that DNA or it would cause, as Dee said, apoptosis, cell death. If it doesn't do that, that cell divides, now you've got a mutation. And if it keeps on dividing, you're gonna have a palpable detectable tumor. Your body's gonna try and seal that off with a membrane, which is great when they come in with a needle aspiration, they just break naturally what your body's trying to do, seal it off. And so for me, I did the Gerson therapy. So as Dee also said, there's lots of things that will kill a tumor, lots of things. But that's just going to keep coming back at a point of weakness, which is what you see. You see them going into the hospital and typically having cut, burn, poison, remove the tumor, burn the, the hell out of your body with radiotherapy or poison the hell out of your body with chemotherapy, which is mustard gas. And there's no new chemotherapies. They just keep taking 1% out and recycling it. And um, and then you see the patient then gets the tumor elsewhere or gets it everywhere because what have they just done? They've just poisoned you even more. They've just increased that toxicity, destroyed your liver further and made you so sick by, I mean, I see these patients incidentally in the hospital having this mustard gas pumped into their veins while being served tea, coffee, sugar, milk, chocolates, biscuits at the same time. I mean, it's madness. So for me, I did the Gerson therapy High dose vitamin C, B17, which is another way to, um, to, to kill a tumor. Now, I was on Facebook, fake book, um, but we have to use the devil's tool sometimes. And I did a, a little series called I Survived Cancer My Way. And I interviewed Dee and interviewed lots of other people. And I can tell you now that all the patients I'd seen with triple negative breast cancer had horrific outcomes or it came back later. Yes, there were the odd ones, the anomalies that do very well. 
But, you know, you've got a question. I'm even questioning diagnosis now. And the fact that they decide your treatment based on a, a, a group of people in a room at a multidisciplinary meeting going on guidelines in areas of what you're going to get. So for me, my treatment was because they said my tumor was over five centimeters, I was to get chemo, radio, tamoxifen, zolodex surgery. But actually, my tumors weren't over that. That was when they laid them all up and added them together. But they were all tiny tumors. It was multifocal. That's very different. But no, you've got to all fit into one box, chop the corners off, make sure you fit in. So I, I then interviewed Dee, and there became my education on cannabis. And I was fascinated. And, uh, you know, you can have a certain amount yourself. Um, I have taken cannabis for pain control when I um, had a terrible back injury and I took it rectally. And I, I know that when patients would come into the hospital when I worked in A&E, they'd be given, you know, morphine, stematol, seen in pain clinic. Three months later, they'd be no better. Uh, nine days after me having this terrible back injury, I was back walking my dogs. And I can tell you, you know, decounseled me through that. And it took 20 grains of cannabis oil rectally. and um, I wasn't high, you don't get the high. And I had no pain within two hours. I couldn't even put my chin down prior to that or lift my foot. No pain. It was incredible. So I, I you know, I never talk about something unless I've used it myself. Um, I've taken the cannabis oil for the healing and I've gone to sleep when I've had the cotton mouth. I've also stayed awake one night. My legs completely disappeared. I was just invisible. <laughs> I was invisible from, from just above the groin, totally invisible, no legs at all. And I thought, now how am I going to get up the stairs? I've got no legs. So I, I slithered off the chair and, and commando crawled to the sofa. And when I woke up in the morning, the first thing I did was look to see if my legs had returned, and they had. It was very interesting for me, let me tell you. Um, oh, my goodness. Up. You know, Kate, now you, you mentioned <laughs> – <laughs> you mentioned one of somehow I see um, those those old movies, the Cheech and Chong movies of somebody coming in there and stealing your legs. Uh, the 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 question, though, that I have and I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to probably stuff. I'm going to point this That's probably to D because you said, OK, you, you've talked about taking it rectally. OK, but here's the here's one of the questions that's been burning my mind. I have been reading some stuff on the belly button. And yeah, I want to know, I want to know, can you take some CBD drops and drop it in your belly button and it do the same kind of stuff? I, I'm, I'm gen that's, that's CBD, a genuine that's question. That's not THC. Okay. I can't remember. Is it the Pelotcha or Pelotchi? It's, it's, it's something like the Pelotchi method or Pelotti method, something like that. And you can take any oil in the belly button. Any essential oil, you can take CBD, you can take uh, cannabis oil in the belly button. I've actually never, ever tried it. But I do know apparently it works because you've got that verb, that, that, not that verb, that verb that links to the vagus verb. So um, it's all connected to the belly button, to the gut, to the brain. It's all con connected. It's just that one little um, membrane, basically. So it does, Palocci, that's it, the Palocci method. So it does work. CBD, though, CBD is best taken sublingually under the tongue rather than, I would, a lot of people do try cannabis oil okay. in the belly button, but the way I look at it is you're probably wasting a lot of it. I got and it. Cannabis oil is better to be taken ingestible. Um, so you ingest it in a, cannabis, in, in a capsule, but essential oils are great for the Palocci method.
Okay. All right. And under the tongue is, uh, we've, we've got lots of nerves and things like that that pull out stuff. Cause I've done other things and they said, hold it under your tongue for 30 seconds. Then you can swallow yeah. it because it's mostly absorbed in whatever's going on under our tongues, uh, into the body faster. So I, I that was, that was a burning question I had. I know everybody's happy to hear that answer, but <laughs> it was something yeah. that I was thinking about. The other thing is this, um, you know, now they're coming out with all these different kinds not different kinds. They're different parts, I guess, of the cannabis plant. Delta eight, delta nine, delta ten, and they're having. They're talking about different effects and things of this nature. Most of it sounds to me like they're trying to. They're with that. They're trying to uh, appeal to the recreational crowd. Is there any benefit to a delta eight, delta nine, delta ten kind of uh, you know cannabis product? for people who are dealing with what you're saying? Because from my understanding, both of you would say, no, they need the higher concentration of THC uh, in what they're taking. So I'm going to toss that out to you guys. So, so when when you, so basically that the whole cannabis plant contains over 480 different cannabinoids. So the Delta L, the Delta 9, the THC, the CBDs, they're all just one part of the plant. They will work individually on individual illnesses. So say, for instance, epilepsy, uh, fibromyalgia, MS, depression, anxiety, they would all probably work specifically with a different type of cannabinoid. However, with cancer, I strongly believe that you need the whole plant, which is the full extract. So it's called, it's known as full extract cannabis oil or What's it, you, you Americans, you probably know it as RSO, which is Rick Simpson oil. It's, it's exactly the same. So it means that you need the whole of the plant, which contains all 480 different cannabinoids, because they all work in unison with each other and they all produce the entourage effect. So they all kind of all the cannabinoids work together. I'm not saying that Delta 8 and Delta 9 won't heal cancer, but I think it will struggle. It's like okay. a lot of people. THC tincture. A THC tincture is basically just a diluted piece of THC. Why diluted? Because it dilutes inside you anyway, internally. Your body only contains what it needs to use. Otherwise, you pee it out, like, as you do with all supplementation. So yes, these can work, but it will take a lot longer. And you've also got to understand with something like cancer, which is aggressive anyway, the longer you're leaving it, the quicker the cancer is mutating and migrating. So just stop it in its tracks and just use the full oil. That, that's what I recommend. But for other things like, um, say, epilepsy, fibromyalgia, MS, then yes, use different parts of the cannabinoids. But for cancer, no. But don't waste your time on testing out different tinctures and different parts. Just use what, what works. That's what I reckon anyway. Okay. All right. What, when, you, when you say, and I've, I've seen a lot of this, I've seen this in my own state. I've seen families that have been... Uh, attacked because they have a small child that has ep epilepsy and they've had to go outside the state. They've had to actually leave the state to, um, you know, get a hold of some strong cannabis products to use with their children. And it's, they, you read their testimonies. It's like night and day. The kid is having all these seizures and then all of a sudden they start giving them to them. And it's almost an instant. When I say instant hours, a matter, a matter yeah. of hours, they start seeing a drastic drop in these epi epilepsy uh, seizures. What is happening there? Can you explain to people what's actually happening with the cannabis versus the epilepsy? Of course. So what's happening? So epilepsy, Parkinson's, um, Alzheimer's, they're all kind of the same. They're the degenerative brain diseases. 
They are all what I believe caused by vaccinations, especially epilepsy. So the mercury from these vaccinations, and it, I'm not only saying the COVID vaccination now, I'm saying all vaccinations from childhood, and even the flu vaccination, that's the biggest one for the elderly, dementia, Alzheimer's and, and Parkinson's. So that the brain is like a sponge and the brain absorbs the mercury from the vaccinations. The mercury causes brain degenerative issues, which then mutate and translate into the body as illness, such as epilepsy, such as Parkinson's. I'm using these two as a good example because they both have kind of seizure life effects. Uh, where the body is uncontrollable. So when there's too much mercury in the brain, the brain, something to do with the neurons, which I'm sure Kate would be better explaining than I, the neurons, the pathways, they don't, they're not regular, they're not regulated. So then the body convulses, the body has fits, the body has seizures, the body has tics, for instance. Now, the way cannabis works is if you take it orally, it will go straight, anything that you go through the liver goes straight to the brain. So the, the, the cannabis oil goes straight to the brain and because our body needs cannabinoids, the brain recognizes that this is something that I need, which is the cannabinoid in the cannabis, and it will instantly stop whatever is happening because it will kind of, it kind of puts a barrier over what's debilitating it. So epilepsy, yes, sometimes within a couple of hours, sometimes instantly, but also I've seen Parkinson's, when Parkinson's patients have the shakes and that they're uncontrollable, as soon as they literally take some oil within literally 10 minutes, once the oil's ingested, gone, it depends what they eat as well. If they've just had a heavy meal before they've ingested, it's going to take longer. But if they have it on an empty stomach, as soon as they've taken the oil, it's gone straight through the liver, straight to the brain. The brain recognizes it and the, 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 the shaking instantly stops. And I've seen Parkinson's patients within a matter of 20 minutes that they stop shaking. And it's the That's incredible. Yeah, it's the same as epilepsy as well. Um, epilepsy, usually within, I'd say, about 30, 40 minutes. Again, it depends on what they've eaten before they've taken the oil. You know, when just you're... When, yeah, you, go ahead, please, do. The, the glia cells in the brain are what become activated with the, the aluminium and the mercury. And so then what you get is right down your central nervous system, you get this activation and this inflammation, and it just goes on. And... Um, with, with epilepsy, the way you saw it, they, they were doing lots of studies on, on diet as well with epilepsy and showing that you could also control um, the amount of seizures that they, they were having by regulating those spikes and troughs in blood sugar. And, you know, you've got to look at all of the things that they bought in at that time. You know, we bought in the hybridized wheat in 1969. Once the drugs for uh, epilepsy came in, then they stopped all of the research on diet. And um, so, you know, none of these kids and, and epilem is very dangerous when it's taken the doses. That, you know, if another child picks up in the household, the epileptic drugs that another one takes, it can kill them because they're taking it there and then. And it's not a, a gradual dose. And um, so so with your Parkinson's and your um, all of your degenerative diseases of the brain, What's happening is you're getting that accumulative effect and you're getting that stimulation of the glia. So what, what Dee's talking about is that binding to those receptors and also calming everything right back down, switching off those, switching off that inflammation. It is, it is, quite, it is quite incredible. And um, it's, it's quite incredible 
that these patients with all these degenerative diseases, which incidentally are exponentially on the rise, um, they are almost herded uh, and everything about diet and about even cannabis is vilified and it's criminalized because this makes a lot of money. The drugs for dementia, uh, all of these things make a lot of money because they're degenerative disease and they're also giving these patients anti-inflammatories as well. Um, and just to add in here, just so that you all know where you're at with this, Canada has just stated that they are indeed euthanizing 3% of their population that die. And they have included into that the neuro um, neurodegeneratives, which is your Alzheimer's, your Parkinson's, dementia, extended grief, prolonged grief, depression, ADHD, autism, and ADD. They are adding all of those into the categories that can be euthanized. And all of those things can be exponentially improved by using what Dee's talking about. Well, they're even doing it now. We did a, uh, an article, I think it was this earlier this week or last week, where they're now going to be looking at euthanizing children, even without parental consent. That's Canada. I just, I, I, I don't get it. Well, I, Tim, I don't. Tim, this is nothing new. They, you know what? When a baby's born and they say it's incompatible with life, you and I would argue that the, the Lord decides whether something is right, incompatible right. with life. Um, that those children would only be fed when they cried. And if they cried, they'd only be fed water. They wouldn't be fed glucose or milk. So they're going to perish. So that's always happened. In my career, and the midwives will back that up. And then on top of that, in the UK now, uh, it used to be that if the child took a breath, that child is classed as a live birth. If that child then dies after taking one breath, the coroner has to be informed and that would trigger an inquest. That's just been changed where a child is not deemed a live birth until it's been alive for four hours. I mean, get your head around that. That you could have a baby that's born alive and because it dies three three hours, 59 minutes in, it's classed as a stillbirth. It's mental. Yeah, it absolutely is. Okay, so we got two questions here. Uh, I'm going to give them to you one at a time. Um, D, what cannabis specifically for epilepsy, and is it always best orally? Because I know there's a, different, a lot of different strains of this stuff. What's the best one to use for epilepsy, and is it always best taken orally? In terms of cannabis oil, I would always suggest it's what's called a one-one ratio because with epilepsy, they also need a huge proportion of CBD as well. So with a one-one, they're getting practically equal amounts of THC and CBD. Um, orally for epilepsy, yes, yes, because it will get especially. It depends. It kind of depends. Like, are they going to use the oil only when they have a seizure, or are they going to use it as a preventative? So if they're going to use it as a preventative, either rectally or orally is perfectly fine, as long as they're getting the cannabinoids inside their body. If they're using it at the start of a seizure, then definitely straight into the mouth. And I don't usually say cannabis oil should be straight into the mouth because it should be ingested. But if it's a situation where somebody's having a fit, somebody's having a seizure, just put the oil straight on their tongue. It's the quickest way, especially for an epileptic patient anyway. And then that should instantly stop it. Okay. All right. Now, to clarify, what's the difference between 
cannabis and CBD for those who might say, okay, I thought CBD was cannabis. I thought cannabis was CD, but, but CBD is an oil. I get that. What, what would you say is the distinction there? They're both, they're both oils. The difference is the cannabis has the cannabis plant and it contains 480 different cannabinoids. One of those cannabinoids is CBD. CBD is not produced from the cannabis plant. It's produced from the hemp plant. And that's the difference. So you've got okay, the marijuana gotcha. plant. Yeah, you've got the marijuana plants and in, inside the marijuana plant, you've got the cannabis and you've got the hemp. Hemp produces low THC. Um, because legally for CBD, we can't produce higher than 0.3% THC. That's the only way we can sell it. So if it's under 0.3% THC, then legally we can sell it. But the only way that we can produce that is by using the hemp plant. So it's part of the cannabis plant, um, but to produce cannabis oil, then we need the, the actual cannabis plant, which produces high levels of THC. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Okay. Now the other question is this, and this is one that we've had for a lot of people in, in the States that I've seen where they get their miracle, uh, the medical marijuana plant uh, kind of card where they can go in and get stuff. And mainly it's been said, well, this is just to kind of help them deal with their cancer. It isn't pushed as some kind of healing property, but it's so they can, uh, you know, paralyze the stomach muscles. They can eat and cause they got to eat and stuff like that. And sometimes they feel nauseous. But one, one person is asking, okay, what about those who get it for that and they're smoking it? And uh, the, is, that a, is that a good way or is that a bad way to do? And I've, I've seen all kinds of studies on even cigarettes. Um, I've seen it in other countries where they have a different diet. They don't get uh, lung cancer. Now, they might get heart disease, but they don't get lung cancer because of what they're eating, like in Japan or China or something like this. So there's different effects depending on what their diet is. Would you say it's a bad thing for people to, to smoke uh, cannabis? It, it, it depends how they're smoking it because you can smoke it in various different ways. If you're smoking it in joints, the majority of people are using tobacco and it's the tobacco which is the carcinogen. So I wouldn't recommend anybody smokes a joint using tobacco. If you are going to smoke a pure bud, which is just pure weed, then that's perfectly fine. You can even use a bong or there's various different ways you can smoke. However, smoking cannabis has no medicinal benefits other than to eliminate a bit of anxiety and stress. Now, why is that? So, because it, it, it's too, it's too it, your body doesn't absorb it. When you're smoking, you're probably only absorbing 1% of the THC in your body. And that's not enough to kill any uh -huh. kind of cancer. So, so when they, when you're doing the smoking, you're you, the person who does that is doing it purely for the high. They're not doing it yeah. for any kind of medicinal purpose at all. Well, no, I'm not going to say no, okay, no medicinal okay. purposes because and this is this is a stipulation which I hate. I hate when people say there's uh, medical marijuana and recreational mar marijuana. Marijuana is marijuana. Cannabis is cannabis. So sure. people, even even if people want to just get high. Why do they want to get high? Usually it's because it's the same as alcoholism. Usually it's because it's an escape from reality. Yep. Why do we need to escape reality? Because we've got some kind of trauma inside us that we need to release. And when we get high, it kind of makes life a little bit more pleasurable. Um, you forget about your worries. You forget about your stresses. So when people are, well, the majority of people anyway, a lot of people are just taking from pure pressure because their mates are taking it. But when people are using a smoking joints, 
it's usually because they have a lot of stress and they have a lot of anxiety and they have a lot of depression. So that pretty much one or two percent of the THC that their body is absorbing through uh, inhaling through smoking, that will then eliminate any stress, any depression, any anxiety. So whether it's recreational or medically, medically, it's still helping them because otherwise they would have been depressed and consumed in that depression. However, smoking will not heal any medical issue. It won't heal epilepsy. It won't heal uh, cancer. It won't heal anything. Um, all it will do is just take kind of like it will just take the the stress of the moment, so to speak. So I don't say don't smoke. You know, if you want to smoke, if you need to smoke, smoke it, but just smoke it pure. Don't don't mix it with nicotine because nicotine is the devil, basically. Yeah. Well, that's if what they you, were saying. They were mentioning the tar that comes from like uh, tobacco yeah, exactly. and stuff. That's not in the 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 marijuana that people would take. They they don't get the tar stuff. Yeah, exactly. So if you okay. are just smoking pure, and if you do want to mix it, you can use a tobacco, a natural tobacco mix, which you can buy off Amazon. You just all you need to do is Google, uh, go on Amazon search and just put natural, or you can even do hemp. You can do a hemp tobacco mix. So you're not, some people can't smoke a pure bud because it's so strong, but then you can just mix it with the, uh, with the hemp mix. So it's better for you. So I'm not going to say don't smoke it, but if you're looking to heal cancer, smoking it is not going to heal it at all. You need to ingest it. And the reason why you need to ingest it is because it needs to get to your brain. It needs to get internally into all your organs. The only way it's going to do that is if you actually ingest it, either rectally or orally. Okay. Um, and, and when it goes through, as you know, it goes through your liver, it goes through your kidneys, goes through everything, and then your your brain signals it, and then that's when the that's when the magic happens, basically. Okay, all right, yeah, and I, you know, I see those things. You know, I point people when they're anxious and stuff like that. I, I preach it to myself. I preach it to my wife, my kids. Uh, you know what Scripture says, and when we're anxious. I'm not looking to the bong for that. I'm looking to the Lord. He says, you know, bring our prayers and petitions. It's funny when you cry out to the Lord about your anxieties, the things that you're 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 um, you're troubled by and stuff. It's it's kind of like, well, I mean, is the Father not our friend? Yes, He is our friend. But but it's kind of like when you when you get something off your chest, you've got you've got a real confident that you can tell what's going on to you. When you tell the Lord that, He says, "Let your prayers and petitions be made known to the Lord." So that's that's where I would say people need to go with with anxiety and things of that nature is point them back to what Scripture says. In fact, one of the things you know, Dee, when I I still remember our first interview and uh, reading, you know, Genesis one. This was the very thing that you said when I read it. I said, "Did this have anything to do with your healing?" You said, "Oh, it's everything to do with my healing." And so this was Genesis one, verse twenty eight. He says, "And God blessed them." This is Adam and Eve. And God said unto them, "Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth." And subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given to you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seeds, to you it shall be for meat. And then he talks about other he talks about even for the animals that those things are to be for that. So this is kind of an interesting thing in the fact that what we're seeing in the pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry is put away the things that God has given us in creation for food, which as Kate has made a great little slogan there, our food is our medicine, or let thy food be thy medicine. 
They've taken that away and they've given us substitutes for it. Oh, well, this is like that. This is like that. And it's synthetic. And oftentimes it's very damaging to the body, whereas the things that the Lord has provided for us in the creation are not like that at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Tim, I've just sent you um, I've just sent you some photographs they're probably downloading for you in Telegram. Uh, some of them you might not, you know, they're, they're pretty graphic. But what I um, they were shared with me of different patients. There's one of them that is an X-ray that I think you could share without frightening your viewers to bits. Yeah, these um, are these are. Wow. What is going on there? <laughs> right, so the first pictures that I would send you, it's actually a breast. And that was a lady who had a breast cancer. It wasn't right. These these aren't my patients, incidentally. These were shared with me. So this is an X-ray of some lungs. Now, if you go to the other X-ray, Tim, if you pull the other X-ray up, because there should be two there, that's the after. Right there, if on that X-ray, you can see that there's a mass in the lung. The lung on the, as we're looking at the screen, on the left-hand side of the screen, the upper part of the lung, you can see a black area. Then you'll see a big white mass. And then on the other side, on the what looks like the right-hand side of that X-ray, there's little white speckles. Now, beneath that big blob is the liver. And you can see the liver's enlarged. The middle of those three, those three um, um, masses that you see on the left-hand side of that X-ray is the liver. Now, this was a patient, and the dates is on there, with diet and high THC. So when you go to the second X-ray, you can see that that mass on this is completely gone. Okay, now what happened? What happened there? They did diets and they did high THC. Wow. And what you can see is the liver is now small, <laughs> the big mass is gone, and you can see some little ones. Now, now the x-rays don't lie. Now, the other one I've sent you is actually a breast, and you can see the dates on that breast, and you can see that tumor shrinking right down. Again, these aren't mine. These were shared by someone else who's in the arena. It was neither myself nor Dee, but they were using the same, exactly the same principles that we use, identical diet. I advocate the diet. And uh, now this is a melanoma. That's the lady. Okay. I'm sorry. I was clicking. Back. I was like, that doesn't look like a breast. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Go back. You've got, you've got quite a few there. Yep. Now you've got the very first picture of that melanoma on that woman's scalp right there. That was at the beginning wow. when she began to be treated. That's a melanoma. That's on your skin. And you can see that on her scalp. Now, that would have smelled. It would have been horrific. It's like a big fungal, fungating mass. Wow. And she was using diets, and she was using, again, C uh, CBD, THC, high THC. And then you've got what that tumor looked like very quickly. When now, how, how, how much time transpired? Uh Went along I think before the lady would, would have been treated over several months. Okay. But as I understand it, like the breast one I sent you with the four pictures of the breast, it is very quick, as Dee said. Once you start treating, I mean, that, look wow. at that. Wow. It's wow. Oh, my goodness. And again, I, I, I stress I cannot take, I don't know this patient. Was, was this patient, was this person, was it painful for them to have this or was it just it kind of? It been painful, of course, because wow. you've got all your nerve endings in yeah. your skin. When someone has a burn, if someone's burned, um, the deeper that burn, the less painful it will be because it burns all your nerve endings. That's Incredible. That's what we talk about, thickness burns. 
So that would have been very painful for the patient. Now, is this why she's um, also lost some hair here as well? Yeah. And then you see her, she's been, she's been following a, a dietary regime and that was high THC. And the, you know, this was sent to me several years ago. I didn't know the patient. These were just pictures that were shared. With and it me. basically it went I, down to this. Did it auto? Did it ultimately yeah, go it away? That, that patient was completely. Her disease was completely incredible. Removed. Incredible. And um, and I, and the lady, you know, I'm not going to say who it is uh, who does a lot of this work. This is a very dangerous arena to be in. I incidentally, for all you little trolls that I know just like to watch this, I don't take anything to do with uh, cannabis. I don't know. Uh, the only thing I know about it is what I've learned from Dee, who's taught me lots, and books that she advocated that I purchase, which I have. But I, um, I, um, you know, do the diet, and then I pass them over for other advice to Dee. Um, and I think that's where we all are sisters in Christ. We all share. And Dee, I would say, is in my circle of three friends. <laughs> I've got <laughs> lots of friends. <laughs> my, girlfriends, my girlfriends, she is. In, there's there's three of us, the three amigos, and uh, she is my go-to, and um, and and was the reason I lost my legs one night. <laughs> you know, I, well, you know what? Listen, you I, know what? We love I, I, we love I, having D on the show just as much as we ha love having you because of the information it, you both give of yourselves. I mean, yeah, you got to earn your keep. The Bible says a, wor a worker's worthy of his wages. And people sometimes go, well, that's really expensive. Even I say that sometimes. I'm like, this is this. And, oh, you don't want to hear my flea story where I have the, the guys come out. They're great. They came out. They bring this can of stuff that I can buy for $23 on Amazon. But it's $300 because they got to pay for their truck and their overhead. And the guys come out two or three times and all this stuff. So I understand it. But but you guys really have a passion for liking, wanting to see people healed and made well. That's that's the thing both of you guys have is you have a passion to see people healed, not sit here and make them an ATM for yourself. No. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm going to say this from for D. D doesn't take any prisoners. Her Facebook, she works seven days a week. She loads up that Facebook and it's all on automatic. And uh, we, we both know a lady um, who I met while we were filming and Tony and she had breast cancer. I think hers was triple negative, wasn't it? Yeah. She, yeah. When I met her, she was sick. She was bald. She uh, had lost loads of weight. She had to have, she, they made her have the chemo and the radio before they would do the, the surgery. She came to D and I, and you know what? She ran with it. I might actually bring her on the radio because she deserves a shout out. She's alive and well. She's on D's page. She answers people. She works really hard. And she's even now made her own herbs. She's got it all in packets. She sent me some. You know, that's what I, Dee and I like to see. We like to give the information out. And when people lift that torch up and run with it, and what is the last part of your healing? It's sharing your story. That's right. It's learning yeah. to serve others. That is exactly what it is. Um, but I can tell you, you know, for Dee, she works like a Trojan. And I'm going to give her a plug here. She's got skincare. I've used it. It's a serum and it's like no other. It virtually, I mean, people comment on it when I've worn it. And um, so get on, get on her site and buy that serum skincare. Your skin is renewed from the inside, but this is what the Lord's given us. This is CBD. I've dropped it on my skin and it's fantastic. So you can forget, get it on your Christmas list. You don't want half this garbage that Estee Lauder and all the rest of them are selling. They'll probably sue me now. But you know what? 
They've got chemicals in there that are not good. And this is just adding to your toxicity. It's all going in on your skin. Your skin isn't a wetsuit, goes into your bloodstream, then it's going to go through your liver and add to that toxicity. And the perfume and the cosmetic industry, they don't need to disclose what's in it. And uh, it's shocking. It's going to disrupt all of your endocrine system, your thyroid. And ladies, if you've got cancer, most of you will know that's what we talk about here. My breast cancer was hormone driven. It was hormone driven. So if you're getting all these synthetic hormones, you're feeding the damn thing. So, um, you know, you've got to think about everything. So get on and buy that serum. I love it. Um, and embalm yourself while you're living. <laughs> and look fabulous. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we people talk about DNI. Um, I'm I'm 57 as of last week. And uh, thank you for my gift. Happy Dude. birthday to yeah. you. Happy oh, birthday. Stop. Everybody with me. Oh. To you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear kid. Yeah, I had to sing oh, that for oh, a person who had a birthday in the thing, too. So happy yeah, birthday to you. I got, I got you. lovely, lovely gifts from people. And I didn't expect it. Um, really funny gifts as well. Outrageous ones I couldn't possibly show you on air. Clearly, <laughs> no. um, but Dee's, Dee's in her 40s. She's a decade behind me. And there's no need for us to be wandering around looking like decrepit old women. Um, it's it's ridiculous. You are what you eat. Today's mm. food becomes more cells. Yeah. No amount of exercise is an offset for a poor diet. No amount of pharmaceutical drugs. And that includes all your lotions and potions that they're trying to sell you at this time of year. That's your soap. That's your everything. Everything. It's, it's You know, your body can handle a certain amount of toxins. Yeah. We live in an absolute toxic world, which is why Dee's talking about epilepsy. You look at where did a lot of these things come in? The turn of the century with the Industrial Revolution, yeah. when we literally have spewed out all these toxins into the environment. Now we just can't process anymore. So it's the time for disease reversal. So you've got some... You know, that breast picture I've just sent you, Tim, is... Oh, my God. I, You know what? I can't... I want to be safe in that and not show it, but I got to tell you, I'm looking at it. It looks like... Look at the date. It May looks... 20, it was May 2nd. May 2nd. I, yeah, I see breast. that. I, I, I see and it. it looks, and uh, It looks like someone's puked. I, that's what I was going to say. It looks like her breast threw up on itself. And then yeah. within a month, it looks like it's just been bruised. And I'm assuming yeah, probably another it. month, it's probably back to normal. And now you're saying she used the full strength THC kind of stuff and the CBD? She did. And she the did. diet? She used high THC and D will talk. I'm going to let D talk through that. Now, listen, okay. we're not saying Hang on. Hang on, ladies. Hang, hang on, ladies. Let's, cl let's close out the show here. If you want to finish the rest of this with us, sonsoflibertymedia.com, top of the page, beforeitsnews.com top of the page or any of the other outlets we have have a great weekend great lord's day be with the people of god read the word of god and we'll see you monday morning 6 a.m lord willing adios okay i got that all in there i feel like one of those legal people that is reading all the little <laughs> language out well, there I'm about to trying... illegal. yeah so I, so it, so let's let's pick that up welcome everybody coming over from red state talk radio and uh kate i didn't mean to interrupt you but we had to get that out of there so take it away yeah so we're not saying cure here because d and i but D will send me patients and it's really sad. We see them when they've gone through the system, they've been chewed up, they've had loads of chemo, loads of radio, and now they're just told go home and deal with it. And these tumors are breaking through the skin. These patients are in incredible pain and they don't know what to do. 
and they're in a real mess. And that's when we get them. And Dee will then bounce patients back to me and go, what do you think? What can we do? I've taken patients and, you know, they, they do die. But, uh, you know, I, I can tell you right now, a lot of those patients don't die in pain and they don't die completely out of it, losing all their marbles and not being able to be with their loved ones. That's the other good thing about this, this uh, cannabis is it's a fantastic painkiller, but you keep, you remain lucid. You remain aware of ev everything that's going on. You're just pain free. But um, it doesn't, you know, by the time we get some of the patients, it, it they're coming to us. So when people go, oh, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. No, of course it's at that. Because you guys have had them first with your witchcraft and sorcery and totally destroyed their immunity, made them even more toxic. And now you're going, oh, well, all the natural stuff doesn't work. No, you've just poisoned them to death. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're doing our best. And we're not saying... Listen, we're not saying don't go to your doctor. Always go to your doctor if you have any conditions or any worsening conditions. You know, everything we're telling you today is merely for entertainment purposes only. Da, 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 da. Um, but so, you know, we're just telling you, we're just giving you information here. But it's you, it's for you to do your due diligence. You didn't get sick overnight and you're not gonna heal overnight. So don't be looking for a miracle pill. It ain't coming. That's right. Yep. D. It's exactly it's what, what Kay just said then, you know, if it's, sometimes we can't save them. We can't save them all because, you know, as Kay said, sometimes they'll come to us in horrific, absolutely horrific situations where, you know, literally the cancer is just consuming them. And, we, you know, we, we, we get pictures, you know, they send us photos of their it's, it's decaying skin because the cancer is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's ulcerated, it's, it's broken the skin and it, it's, it's horrendous. And there's not, there's not a lot we can do because they're too far gone. However, what we're not going to say is just go away and die, which is what yeah. the, the, the oncologists oh, yeah. say. So what we do is we put them in a better state. So, yes, undoubtedly, sadly, they will probably pass. And most often they're passing because their body is so toxic from the chemotherapy and radiotherapy and whatever else that they've been given. So we advise them to take a lot of cannabis oil and also they can use it topically so it's not so painful. And, that you know, sometimes with these ulcerated tumours, even air, wind rushing past can cause pain. But if they put a barrier on the actual tumour, which is already ulcerated and broken through, if they put a bit of cannabis oil, it will protect it. So they will no longer feel the pain. Um, and the amount of, sadly, you know, we do lose some, we can't save them all, but their families do always come and just say, you know, thank you, at least, you know, my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, my dad, whoever, they they went in peacefully with no pain, which for us is, is you know, is a blessing because at least nobody and, deserves and it. Lucid. And they can yeah, still exactly, talk. Exactly, yeah. They can still talk. They're still there. When they're, when they're, you know, dosed up with midazolam and morphine, they don't even know who they are. You know, they don't even know what day is. They don't even know they're going. But at least when they're taking plant medicine and they're passing away, they're passing away gracefully, should we say, for want of a better word. And, and naturally, sadly, naturally, yeah, naturally, well. naturally. And, and, and just to say, because we just to keep D and I out of deep water here, we are not saying um, don't do because there are times when. Um, you might have a tumor sitting next to a main blood vessel and it doesn't matter. You know, the, the only way really that you're going to be able to work with that patient is to go and have um, chemotherapy 
Um, and there is there is a, a chemotherapy where they use a very small, uh, a small amount of chemo, uh, insulin potentiated chemotherapy. But this is the beauty of where some allopathic medicine is fantastic. And also there are times when surgery will reduce the tumor load, taking the tumor away will put that patient ahead of the disease process. And then you can work with restoring the immunity because the whole thing is, is to gain supremacy over that cancer where the cancer is growing quicker than you can restore the immunity. And that's when the patient perishes. So we're not saying don't do it, but what we want to see is we want to see true informed consent. We want to see patients given the real statistics, the real outcomes, if they follow that route. And we don't want to see natural medicine vilified because there is nothing better than when you use the two together in some circumstances and you have a fantastic outcome. You know, you might have a patient that the only way forward for them is to get that tumor from pressing on maybe the aorta because it's going to go through the aorta and they're going to bleed to death. You give them something to shrink that tumor, releasing the pressure off that main blood vessel. And then you're going to have a better outcome of breaking that down. But um, and, and Dr. Vick has talked about this, but, you know, this is what they do. It's it's this it's this stronghold, this stranglehold by these gangsters in pharma. And um, we, we want to see people making true, true informed consent. And we don't see that. We don't see it. We get vilified. And the patient is only told half the story. Why? Because the doctors aren't even trained in it. They're not trained in it, which is why D and I are sure. going on the road. And we're going to be doing TED Talks soon. Yeah, sure. The one, I, what I think about when you talk about the chemotherapy is like the guy who's out there who can't breathe and they, you see him on the TV shows or whatever. They, they give him the tracheotomy. Anybody got a pen? They're going to jab it in it, whatever they're going to do so the guy can breathe. Well, they're doing that as a temporary fix, and then they've got a long-term fix. So what you're saying is, is if you've got some kind of a mass that's near something that's very, that could be very dangerous for you, take care of that quickly, and then get on the road to the, what we call creation-based medicine with your food, what you're taking into your body, and even, and some of these things, herbs and, yeah. uh, and, and, and the, the marijuana plant. Yeah. So, so with patients with brain tumors, you know, if you wanted to do the Gerson therapy, you're relying on inflammation. Well, you've got your brain in an enclosed cavity. You inflame it. You're going to start pressing on the brain stem. So you, this is where, you know, um, you, know you, you, you want to use everything you can. And this is where I, I know of a young girl and she had a brain tumor. They couldn't do anything for it. So they used some juices, clean diet. Absolutely. And they used frankincense and myrrh on the roof of the mouth and the base of the skull. And they used cannabis. And that child within three years was the tumor was gone and that child was back at school. And um, that was several years ago. And as I understand it, the child's alive and well. So these are where, um, you know, you've got to be really careful. You've got to know what you're doing. Um, and the other thing as well, as I'm sure Dee will tell you that once you start, you know, uh, doing liver detox on patients and pushing juices into patients, you're going to start mobilizing toxins. Well, if that patient doesn't have a good way of detoxing because the liver's really toxic, um, you're going to overwhelm that patient because that that those toxins need to be conjugated and bound up uh, in order because they're fat soluble. They need to become water soluble. So it's a very, very delicate process. Now Dave's deciding to puke on camera. <laughs> nice. Can you hear him? <laughs> Listen to him. He's now what well, he's going to cough and stop that, it. Dave. Stop. Yeah. So I think, you know, this is where. It's uh, 
But you know what? Uh, I'm going to leave and hand it over to Dee. Why wait till you get to the point of a tumour? Because if you get to the point where the doctor needs to use a knife on you or chemo and radio, he's already failed you. And if you get to the point where, you know, you should be addressing this right now, changing your diet right now, taking the cannabis oil right now uh, for your endocannabinoid system. You shouldn't be waiting till you get a symptom. You should be guarding your body with all due diligence. Amen. Amen. And, and, that's, and that's complete. And that's completely true. And, and what I always say to people is that the same as what cancer, uh, Kate just said there, why wait until you get a diagnosis? You can prevent cancer exactly the same way as you can prevent a cold. You can prevent anything. You just need to look after your body. And I say time and time again, if everybody took CBD oil every single day, you would not get cancer. You wouldn't get cancer. It's as simple as that. Well, people are just waiting until they're in a position where they're being told they've got six months left to live or a year left to live. Well, they they're you know, you know, one of the things, D, is I think, at least here in the States, the people's God is their stomach. I mean, that's mentioned over and over in the Old Testament. And I had a, uh, a boss that they I worked for. Gods. Well, yeah. Then and I had a boss that, uh, you know, he would he he went on fasting. He started fasting and all he drank. The only thing he had was he had this big jug of water with honey and lemon and cayenne pepper in it. That's all he had. And that was because he's working. He's got to keep hydrated. And he would fast for 10, 20, 30 days at a time. And he said, God has never been so real to me as during that time. And he said, I learned when he's talking about their God is their stomach. He said, your stomach will get filled up. He said, I can drink this gallon of stuff here and my stomach is satisfied. It's this thing right here in my taste buds that want something on it different. And boy, have they learned to serve us up MSG and all kinds of other stuff in our food, sugar and everything else to where we crave the taste. It's not to fill our stomach. It is it is to it is a it is a mouth lust. I, I don't I don't know any other way to say it. We have a lust for a certain kind of taste. And uh, I, I, I understand that this happens in the animal kingdom, too, when you have uh, uh, packs of wolves or something like this and they get a taste for meat like beef. Uh, they have to go out and hunt them down. They have to hunt these wolves down and kill them or they're going to kill all the cattle or a snake who gets a taste for eggs. You have to kill that snake because it's going to come in there and rob all your eggs out of your hen house. So I, I know a lot of this stuff. So we've talked a little bit about epilepsy. We talked about cannabis or not cannabis, cancer. What else is the CBD oil and cannabis good for treating uh, or preventing that you can think of, of people that you that you personally uh, sort of tended to in this? Well, for me, I personally think that cannabis oil can heal any disease and any illness, anything from, as I said earlier, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, um, dementia, fibromyalgia, MS, any degenerative diseases at all. Um, it, can, it can literally, if, if you think that cancer is the biggest or the second cause of, biggest cause of death and it can heal cancer, then it can heal anything. It can literally heal anything. It's also great for cardiovascular issues, so it supports your heart. But you don't need to go onto cannabis oil straight away. CBD is much, much more easier to take. So CBD oil is is best to take if you have no issues 
But then as soon as you have health issues, then you need to transition onto cannabis oil because CBD is, is, is limited in what it can do and limited in, in what it can heal, basically. So if you are what you think considerably healthy, you've never had a diagnosis, then take your CBD oil. If you have been diagnosed, then take your cannabis, cannabis oil. But okay. then I, I personally, as, as I mentioned before, the endocannabinoid system fuels the immune system, the endocrine system, the central nervous system. When all these systems deplete, then you get sick. So to top up, your, don't just top up your immune system, top up your endocannabinoids. Oh, we had the close up there. I was, I, mean, I was going to ask her a question here. Uh, I don't know. Well, let me ask. I'll, okay. Sorry. Okay, you're back. Okay, I got a question for you out of the uh, out of the chat here. Kate, do you need to go? Do we need to let you have a final word here? No, I'm just uh, I'm just going to sit here and listen. And okay. As you can see, Fat Dave has not <laughs> left the show. I He's mean, such he a troublemaker. I'm sure he knows. He's got to be the show mascot because he comes as soon as. We He's start. not even looking at the screen. Like, are you talking about me? <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. so here's the question. How much cannabis oil should the average human consume to prevent cancer daily? To prevent cancer, they literally would need, well, I know you Americans talk in terms of milligrams. I talk to, in terms of rice grains because there's loads of different types of cannabis oil. So I would literally say all you needed was a, literally a pin drop, half a grain, even a quarter of a grain of rice would prevent all illness every night ingestible and this is just the cbd this is not the cannabis right no, no this, this is cannabis this oil. is cannabis CBD, okay. yeah so cbd if you just ingest it depends on the milligram as well because me personally what i produce is up to six thousand milligram i know a lot of uh, cbd suppliers can't produce that a lot of super cbd producers can only produce up to about a thousand two thousand milligram but the higher the concentration the less you obviously need um, so if you get a good, clean, high concentration, you only need to take it once a day. If you get a lower concentration, then you need to take it multiple times a day. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, is there a final word that you guys either, I'll, I'll give either of you guys um, a final word here. Kate, do you want to go first? And then we'll turn it over to Dee. A final word about cannabis and CBD, because I, I got to tell you, I, you know, I was a guy who was, um, how, how should we say? I, I was the guy who was smoking it to get high. I didn't see any medical stuff for it at all. Um, I sold it. I did all this kind of stuff a long time ago. And, you know, when you're taught, when you're indoctrinated to say this stuff is just bad, it's bad and government should be in control of it. It should be a controlled substance by government, like like alcohol. And I'm, I'm like, I, this is not the place for government to be doing any of that stuff. You know, the church is to warn people against idolatry, whether it's for marijuana or whether it's for alcohol or whatever they put it up, uh, you know, they're to warn against that. And the Bible warns against that. But when we, but it is so been ingrained in us that alcohol is bad for you. It, it doesn't matter how you're using it. And yet the Bible says, if a man's dying, you, you give it to him. If he's hurting, you give it to him. Why? That's the, that is a, more of a natural uh, system of alleviating pain and, and things of this nature. Same thing happens with this. It gets demonized because of wicked men who use it in a way that it's not intended to use. And neither neither one of you nor I are using and saying, hey, you need to be stoned out of your mind all the time. And you need to, you don't need to be uh, uh, conducting yourself in such a fashion, this, that, and the other. I don't think any of us are advocating for people to do that. But we're advocating that when 
that there's a preventative method here and there is also the attack on sicknesses and that's what we're really talking about. I, I, I'm pretty sure people get us in what we're talking about here, but I just want to, I, I kind of want to come across that way. So here's what I'm going to do. Kate, I'm going to give you the last word on this. And then D, if you'll follow with her, and if you'll also tell us about your, your websites, your book and stuff, I'll bring that stuff up so people will see it as well. Okay. So for me, I, I've over the last, uh, well, it's 11 years since I found my tumor and almost 11 years since they diagnosed me. I've met so many people along the way. I've met doctors. Um, I've been offered many, many, many products, lots of things, um, lots and lots of supplements. People come to me. I don't talk about anything unless I've used it myself and I've seen it work. I have used it myself. But the big thing for me is I've seen it work with cancer patients. And we both know a young lad called, De he's not a young lad anymore, he's called Darren. Um, and uh, he was in a hospice with three, three days to live. And his mother was giving him that tincture under his tongue when he was 14. I interviewed him age 21, and that was several years ago. Um, so I knew it from that. Since then, I've seen lots of patients come to me. But when I injured my back, that was mind-blowing for me to, to go from being unable to move and um, my friend having to come around. I literally couldn't even put my, my chin down to spit water out and I brushed my teeth, to being completely pain-free on D's instruction and I wasn't high and it was and you know get get over yourselves about oh I can't put anything up my backside the tube goes from your mouth to your anus it's as simple as that and uh, it's a bit of a British thing you know the, the Europeans use it for medicine but to actually use it having worked in A&E and seen my injuries but use it and within a couple of hours I had no pain it was incredible and then to be back out and the point about not having any pain was that after a few days, I was able then to start doing specific stretching ex exercises and also the juicing, the turmeric to reduce the inflammation, which was then getting the, the pressure off the nerve, which then was able to get my pelvis back where it should be. And, you know, that was all because I was pain free and the cannabis is reducing inflammation. So for people who, who say, well, I don't want to take it, you're foolish. <laughs> You, you don't want to take cannabis that's got no, it's not going to damage your liver. It's not going to kill you. But you'll go and take an anti-inflammatory to block your COX-1, COX-2 pathway, which then blocks your prostaglandins. And then you got to take something on top of that to fix whatever it messes up too. Yeah. And then you're going to get a whole other list of illnesses and injuries and it's never going to cure you. It's just like painting over a damp spot. You'll go and do that. Yeah. And you'll take the COVID shot you won't take something that's from our lord and creator yep. then really you want to start questioning what's going on in your mind that's right that's yeah, exactly right so uh just a little book fantastic book as well that i would adv advocate um as well as d's book and this is uh stephen harrod uh Buna, and it's it's herbal antivirals it's uh, get out the shop dave it's absolutely amazing it's telling you how how to identify, how to make your things. And you should always have this on your bookshelf as well as Dee's book. And you should always have uh, contact D. Contact, you should always have several mils of this high THC in your house. And, and it's not illegal to own this. This is a problem. People think that it's illegal for you to have a small amount for yourself. It isn't. It isn't. And Dee, probably you could pick up on that. Because people are literally scaredy cats. They think their government is their mummy and daddy and loves them. 
They are, and, and there's that, I don't know if you've seen that meme, there's a meme that says something like people will spend hours researching a natural product or medication, but the doctor gives them a high medicated bullshit piece of pharmaceutical and they sure. don't even think twice, you know, but they, they think, oh, well, I'm not going to take this natural. It's grown in the, cannabis is grown all over the world and it used to be, and this is how we used to treat uh, it. If you ask any of your great great grandparents, they used to treat people with cannabis. It was well known. It was outlawed in 1937, two years ahead of the 1939 Cancer Act, because they knew that it was healing everyone. And that's the reason why they outlawed it. So, yes, there is that perception that people think, oh, if I'm taking cannabis or if you're taking cannabis, you just want to get stoned. No, you don't. Yes. OK, you can you can feel the high. And I actually love the high because it's a great time to meditate. <laughs> it's fabulous. And sometimes and you, lose me, your legs. <laughs> you do. But sometimes me and Kate do have random voice notes backwards and forward when we are actually high because you you get so creative and you ask any celebrity who is creative or is a writer, like George Michael, he was a prime example. He used to say that he could only write his, his albums when he was high. And this is how a lot of the grades can because it makes you so creative because your brain suddenly it's like a light switch on. You see everything just amazingly beautiful. You hear, you think and everything is, is wonderful. But you don't need to be stoned to use it medicinally. You, the way I that say that you use it is you treat it like a sleeping pill because you basically take it just before night. It makes mm. you feel sleepy. You go to yep. sleep on it. If yep. you don't go to sleep on it, then you can feel the high. Um, and yes, as Kate rightly said, it is not illegal to consume or ingest the product. What the only illegal part is to sell it. So this is why the yes. government and the police, they don't want you selling it because they, for whatever reason, because obviously the pharmaceutical industry needs to take that money. But you can take the, pro the, the product. You can even grow it. You can consume it. You can buy it. I think in most countries you can buy at least, as long as it's under five grams of pure bud, you won't get um, you won't get into trouble. If you if you buy over five grams, then that's when you're going to get into trouble. But it they don't they, they don't they really don't care if you're taking it. What they care about is if you're selling it, and that's where the harm yeah. is because it's taking the money out of the pharmaceutical industry. But the the only thing I'm going to say is just you know look outside the box and think twice anything that's made in a lab is toxic anything mm -hmm. that's yep. synthetic is toxic. when are we going to go back to just homegrown natural goodness and that's what cannabis is and if you think about it this is why everyone's getting sick as well from uh, the cows used to graze on hemp hemp farms hemp fields all of those have been eradicated now there's the, there's no animals grazing on hemp because they've destroyed it all. So, you know, hemp, hemp is the only thing that's going to save the world in my eyes. Well, you know, I, there's a, there's a, we tried to get a guy on. He's just down the road from me in Lancaster. And I got in touch with him. I wanted to bring him because he had a big hemp farm. And they came in and shut him down. Now, he had approval for it. They said, you don't have approval, blah, blah, blah. And they want to shut him in. For, for something that grows out of the ground, people, I, I want you to think about that. If you are for, this is why I say the war on drugs is a war on you. It's not a war on drugs. It, it, they're not going after big pharma for their COVID shots. They're going after you. And you're exactly right, D. I had a I had a guy, I was trying to pull it up on here. And I don't know if he's disappeared off Facebook or something. 
but his name was Lewis. He was, um, uh, I don't know if he was a federal attorney or if he was just an attorney. I, I don't know. He pulled up every state as far as what the laws dealt with this, and that was the one thing he hit on. He said, he showed the law. I was amazed out of South Carolina. You can you can have it in your possession. You can have it in your car. You can have it in all this other stuff. You can have it in your house. You can grow it and all this, as long as you're not selling it. He even went so far as to say, you can take this on a plane. And he showed the law where they couldn't they couldn't take it from you. And if they did, they were going to be in big trouble because you can obviously sue them because the law is what it is. But as long as you're using it for your personal medicinal kind of you know stuff that you're going to do, then you're just fine. It's they don't want the competition. And the fact of the matter is you, you made mention of cancer being number two or number three. I think that's probably the I don't know how far down the line it is in the states, but one of the one of the top three is medical malpractice and pharmaceuticals. I mean that it's ahead of automobile crashes and all this other stuff. I mean it's if people really care about dealing with their health and stuff, they're going to have to stop. They're going to have to tell the beast, look. You don't have authority to be holier than God that you can say what God has put in the creation, we can't have, we can't possess, we can't take. You can't do that. If you think that, and I'm going to tell it, this is largely to the church at large, the modern church that I'm going to speak to here in the U.S. If you say you can't have those things, you are playing, you are playing as though you're God. You're being the Pharisee. You're setting up a law unto yourself that God never set up. He didn't set that up. And again, I, I'm not advocating people be, you know, not sober-minded. We are called to be sober-minded. But there are times, my goodness, we look at the church, they'll let you be out of your mind on what kind of drugs, Kate, that they that, that are going to give you uh, before they're going to give you surgery, before, while you're, while, you know, people are just beside themselves with that stuff. And yet these mm -hmm. things that the Lord has provided in the creation itself, that our bodies, I mean, this is the fascinating thing. I know I'm going on here a little bit. But D, this is the fascinating thing I got from our first interview. This endocannabinoid system, I'm still kind of amazed at that. I'm like a little kid with that. I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? What? How, how have we not known about this? I mean, you go through biology and you learn about your because, endocrine because system. It's, because it's suppressed, because they don't want you to know about it. Because if you know about it, you can handle it. And if you can handle it, you can prevent illness. Yeah. They don't want you to know that. What they want you, this is why they drum into your head that cannabis is bad, cannabis is the devil, cannabis does this, cannabis does. No, it doesn't. We, our body naturally produces cannabinoids. It's something that we naturally possess and we can naturally process, but they don't want you to know it. Yeah, and I, I think this is part of the problem is that what they're creating is let me say it this way. I listened. Are you guys familiar with the guy? What's his name? Uh, he's very popular. Um, my kids have listened to him. And I told him, I said, just be careful. He says a lot of good things, but be careful about him. And then he was shown for what he was when he converted to Islam. This and Andrew Tate, that's the guy. You guys heard of him? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Andrew, yeah. Andrew Tate brings in that kind of stuff. And he's pointing that out. And, he, and I listened the other day, and he was just talking about the weakness of Christianity. And it has been weak here in America. I can speak of that. It has been weak. It hasn't stood really for anything. And this is part of what we called out. Now, I believe the church is the bride of Lord Jesus. I'm not about beating up on the church, the true church. 
But the church that presents itself, what it's done is it's, it's set itself up like a bunch of Pharisees, which Jesus condemned. And instead of holding forth the good news of the gospel that saves men from their sin and going along with all of what Scripture says, they want to make rules up for themselves, and they're, they're driving their people in the hands of the sorcerers, the pharmacists, you know, as, as we call them. Uh, they're driving them into that instead of pointing them back to, well, here's what God said about you should do for your body. And this is something I've seen with both of you, is that, um, you know, you're both pointing back to the remedies come from the creation, whether it's food, whether it's herbs, whether it's the marijuana plant or whatever the case may be. So I appreciate both of you coming on. It was good to see you again, D. Kate, as always, it's been a pleasure. By the way, there's a, a certain someone in the chat. I, I think he's got the hots for you, D, um, because you, you like the herb. That's what he says. I'm feeling, I'm feeling rejected. <laughs> no, no, no. He, I think he's kind of got a little affiliation with both of you ladies. But, you know, as well, always. Can I, can I just say to please, you as well, when you said please. that uh, Kate and I are introducing, or they're not new methods. It's just sure. that Kate and I have took the time to look back. And this is all what was healing people many, many years ago, way before in the early 1900s, before the pharmaceutical industry took part. So we are just basically giving everyone what our ancestors, our ancestors should have been giving people. This, this is just history that has worked. This is medicine that is worked. And we're just bringing it to the 21st century, basically because it's all got suppressed and it's kind of like it's in the history books and it needs to now come out. And it's, it's only people like me and Kate that are talking about it. Cause I think everybody's too scared to be honest with you, but yeah, there's some other, there's some other people talking about it. There, there, there are, but you have to look far and wide to, to find them. By the way, uh, he says, sorry, Kate, not as good D is as my way. plant lady. That's what he said. <laughs> D is my plant lady. So anyway, uh, thank you both for coming on. I always love this, this conversation because it does get into an issue of things that I, I wasn't taught in school, and I find it fascinating, and I have experienced it for myself. Yes, I use, like what Dee said, uh, in the evening time, I used to have, I had a motorcycle wreck in 1990. I hit an 18-wheeler, and I, I, had el I had arthritis in my elbows. I had it in my knee. I've got a plate. Most people can't see it. There's a, there's a cut right there where I've got a plate in my arm, and I started doing that, and I don't have any of that anymore. I don't have any of the soreness. I don't have any of the tension that's there anymore from doing that. And fine, if you want to say I'm a hippie or whatever, knock yourself out. I, it works. It works. And I think it's something that God has provided for us that we can use to that end. And uh, glory be to him for that. I, I, want to, I want to give glory to God. I don't want to give glory to Mother Earth because there ain't no such thing. God created the earth. I want to give glory to him for, for his, his wisdom in seeing past even the perfection of his creation and seeing it going to a fallen state, that he still shows us mercy by which, and I was going to bring this up real quickly to close out the show. And uh, ladies, if you'll hang on when I close out the show, I'll say goodbye to you off air. This is from Psalm, or excuse me, not Psalm, Isaiah 53, popular passage for many believers out there. But it says, Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he, hath grow, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. This is talking about Jesus the Christ. And as a root out of the ground, a dry ground. Listen to, the, listen to how he's describing that. Things that come out of the ground. 
Uh, he's going to root out of the dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there shall, uh, excuse me, there is no beauty that we shall desire of him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid it and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs. He has carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions, our violations of the law. He was bruised for our iniquities and chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes were healed. And he goes on from there. But listen, we've already been told not only these things that Kate and Dee are sharing with us that come from the creator that come right out of the ground, that he's provided, that doesn't cost us anything. He's done that. And then we also read, in the book of Revelation, we read this tree of life. Well, who's the tree of life? It is the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not looking for some literal tree with some fruit hanging on it. I'm looking to the Christ. He is the one who the leaves bring healing to the nations. He is the vine. We are the branches, right? Those, those kind of things. So when, when we're talking about this kind of stuff, these are things the Lord Jesus Christ has given to us in order that we might be made whole in the physical. Now, I'm not denying that God can heal us supernaturally. I've seen that too in response to prayer. He has. But there's a natural means of which by which we take into our bodies these things and do it. And I'm very thankful for Kate and for Dee coming on and sharing this information. A lot of people won't, don't want to share this information. And a lot of people who do want to do it to consume it upon their own lust to just be high all day. I want to see people made well so they can serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in his kingdom. That's, that's, that's why I, I like... The Health and Wellness Show on Saturday. I told you guys I didn't know how we were going to do that, how we we're going to bring that about, draw scripture into it, and all of these other things. But you know what? The Lord has, he's worked in this. And I've learned a lot. I know many of you have uh, confessed to me in messages, emails, and other things. You've learned so much from Kate, uh, some of it from Dee, some of it from other people we've had on the show. And so praise God for that. We give him glory for that. Sola Deo Gloria. That's the SDG that uh, if you see that in the chat, that's what that means. And uh, we give glory to God for all those things. Bradley, be with you at three, two hours today, unless he's not doing two hours, and then you get an education video, I'm sure. Uh, look for that on sonsoflibertymedia.com, top of the page there on the left side. And then get with the people of God. Again, I encourage you. I know a lot of you guys don't have a church you can go to where a pastor is, is really shepherding you with the Word of God and teaching the Word. Get with your neighbors. Invite somebody over for lunch tomorrow. Be hospitable. They don't even have to be a believer. Invite them over. Read some scripture at the table. Pray your blessing over your food. Ask God to bless the food and then interact with those people. Have a, have a time where you're sharing the good news of the Lord Jesus. And uh, yep, we'll, we'll be back with you on Monday morning, 6 a.m. Lord willing, talk to you then. See ya.